Hey, welcome back to a new episode of the, the Milk, Milk Diary. Diary. Yes, high five. <laughs> We've practiced that quite We've a lot. We've practiced that, yeah, for the last five minutes. We're actually recording this episode at night. It's a, we haven't done that in a while. We usually record them during the day. I'm a lot more switched on then. Yeah, but um, because um of the nursery nursery situation, if you tuned into last week, you would have heard our, our opinions on the nursery All situation. That. So um, yeah, our little one Amelia is not at nursery at the moment because we just went. We're just gonna keep her off for a while until things settle down mm-hmm. and the, with the coronavirus, which she's learnt to say, funny enough, coronavirus. Means absolutely nothing to her. It means nothing to her, but she understands that we say it quite a lot. Um, so that is quite cute. But we're not here to talk about uh, how three year olds pronounce coronavirus. We're here to talk about something that is a direct consequence of the coronavirus. And that is. <laughs> Unemployment. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Kind well, of. Yeah. Well, job, job, job security and insecurity. Because um, you're currently furloughed at the moment. You've been furloughed for a few months. Um, I was furloughed at the beginning of March 2020. And that went up till October. And then my company closed down. So I haven't been working for the last few months. So it's been quite... Um, I mean, for it's, it's, the, it's happened to a lot of people. <laughs> so you, you do take some comfort in the fact that you're not the only person this has happened to i think over a million people within the first few months of the pandemic yeah, uh, lost their job numbers. and it seems it's it, it looks like it's going to be quite tricky this year going forward for a lot of people so we just wanted to talk about that situation and how that affects us as parents and what we hope to get out of 2021 and just see if there's any light at the end of the tunnel because right now it's bleak. <laughs> it does feel bleak. I don't know about it you. It does. Today's been the start for me where I've really sort of gone, oh my God, I can't do lockdown any longer. This is the hard. first. The first lockdown, I was like, I'm loving this. I'm getting paid and I don't have to work. I loved it. It was great. Great fun. And because it was sunny, didn't have to spend money to keep her entertained just to the park, Fantastic. picnics, you know. It was, it was a great time. I absolutely loved it. I felt so Apart productive. from the fact there was a world yeah, obvious. global pandemic yeah. happening. Um, I'm a million sing- singularly about the whole within your world and, and living ass like side of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to sound um <laughs> Yeah, Lily was actually really excited when the pandemic turned up in I March. Was so sad she was like, Oh my god, we haven't had one of these in a hundred years. This is so cool. <laughs> Um, no, but like, and I was really productive, but now it's it's cold. We've been doing this for almost a year now. I've I've lost my motivation to do things that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and it's hard. And as a parent, you feel bad because you have days like days like we've had today, where we've re- like we have you know we haven't. It's been raining actually, so we haven't been able to go anywhere. So we just kind of all. We yeah. hit a brick wall today. Yeah, and just like, and we all looked at each other. Even Amelia was like, "Guys, come on, pull yourself together." She didn't say <laughs> that, but her eyes suggested. Um, so yeah, today's a tricky day. So hence why we've decided to do it tonight and speak to you guys. And also, 
break into song. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. The Delirium's di- really kicked mil- in. The Milk Diary, the musical. That's where we want to take this podcast. <laughs> it, will, it will become a musical at some point soon. Show tunes and everything, you know. <laughs> anyway, back to the job situation. Yeah, so uh, I worked for a really small uh, PR company. Uh, our clients were hotels and restaurants. And they were the first to be and Chinese hit. restaurants and Chinese like restaurants, and so. that, and we kind of felt the impact of COVID uh, probably in early Jan, yeah, when a lot of um, Chinese restaurants were telling us that people haven't been coming through their doors just because you know yeah. they you know they were scared of COVID. It made no sense that people were scared <laughs> to come to Chinese restaurants because of what was happening in Wuhan at the time. It didn't make any sense, but. What uh, what I got from it was like, okay, this is only the start of yeah. what is coming. And then two months later, everyone knows what happened. So, yeah, the hotels and restaurants all closed down. Um, so I was followed for, I don't know, so it was six months or something? For, that, for as long as... For March we up were, till we were September time, or something yeah. like that. Uh, but we just couldn't carry on. So, yeah, I've been just, you know, kind of like riding the waves of just what is going on. It's yes, strange for me because I've never, I've always worked, even if, even like since like I was really young, not really young, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going up chimneys at the age of eight. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. But you know, when I was, you know, 16, 17, always worked part time. So, and then to get to the age of 24, what, uh, how old am I? Yeah, 24. Yeah, tw- you were 25. Yeah, but I was 24 when okay, I lost my job. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, kind of. So, tw- so 24, that was like, oh, damn. So, it's the first time in my life I don't have this thing to go to. How am I going to process that? And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, things do pick up and things are starting to pick up slowly. Um, but it's, tr- it's, it's tricky. You've been on and off work. You you went back to work for a few weeks or yeah. a couple of months, and then, and then you're off. So, you're up and down like a bloody broken elevator i don't know yeah well it's been i don't know working because i work in a pub so it's sort of been one of the jobs that when lockdowns were lifted a bit it wasn't a nice place to to be working because in terms of there's so many new rules that you've got to abide by and then relay to every customer and customers who just aren't willing to go along with it so it sort of makes the job so much more tedious for you know it just being working in a pub um so I think that's why especially the first lockdown I really enjoyed not being there because it was like the thought of having to do that while you know limiting what people could do within a pub (laughs) I mean, because there were people working on the front line in the very important jobs, you know, doctors and nurses, <laughs> yeah. people in the supermarkets. But in terms of like, you know, the leisure front line, you guys are on that front line having to deal with the ridiculous policies. Yeah, so then, and so the then it's people going, trace. I'm just trying to have a good time. Do you mind? Rather than like, you know, because you don't really have a re- being like, actually, I'm really busy. I'm saving people's lives right now. <laughs> um, it's like, do you mind? I need to serve someone else their pint. Um and also their food alongside. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I've been furloughed. I mean, it's it's tricky because, obviously, the likes of pubs, the longer the lockdown goes on, the more wary you get of 
is this pub still going to be here by the time lockdown's lifted or what's the real effect going to be um, on the staff or whatever? Um, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. For now, You're quite a I positive right. person. Yeah. I think you always have a bit of optimism. But even I can see slowly that's just being <laughs> taken away from mm. you, you know, in the nicest possible way. <laughs> Whereas me, the total <laughs> pessimist, is like, I told you so. I told you the world was no good. <laughs> you know, just complain about my situation. <laughs> you're, you're secretly got so much ple- pleasure from all of this. You're like, yeah. ah, I knew no, it. I yeah. knew the world was going to end. Well, yeah, I've, I've always been that kind of person to be like, do you know what? This can all end overnight all it takes is a couple of <laughs> errors and then we're back to medieval times we're not there yet but we could be we'll wait and see it's only the start of 2021 <laughs> you know 2020 was a big year for everyone but what i did want to talk about is that i did manage to get a couple of interviews um not that long ago and i've found some companies uh employers to have, I think they've dealt with their recruitment really badly in the last few months. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh, this kind of disorganisation and lack of communication between kind of people people looking for jobs and, you know, employers. Uh, I've had a couple of interviews. Um, I've had to do presentations for a couple of them and I've had to put in some real effort even just to get... Mm-hmm on the Zoom chat with these guys. And then it would all be fine on like a face, like the um, Zoom uh, interview. And then I wouldn't hear back at all, like mm. radio silence across the board. I would give it a couple of days. I'd be like, oh, they're probably just thinking about the decision, whether or not I've got it. And there would just be silence for like a week. And I would send one or two emails saying, you know, kind of, hello, I'm still here. I spent nothing, two days yeah. preparing for that and you've just decided to go, well, we're not going to get back to you regardless. Well, I think what's, what's worse is when you've had the Zoom interviews because the Zoom interviews are the same thing as going in for a face-to-face interview. So the whole point, and for you especially, those interviews both ended positively towards yeah. the end, sort of like you were given sort of good vibes from it. Mm-hmm. But... Nonetheless, once you get to the face-to-face interview, you should you should be contacted on whether or not you got it. Because the thing is, is that that can affect what jobs you're then gonna accept. And it's it's really shitty to leave people in the dark about about where they're 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 sitting with it because it's it's putting people's emotions up and down, mm-hmm. like to in extreme times as well. Mm-hmm. And they need to be really careful with that because the amount of people looking for jobs at the moment, it's so hard. So if people start get given this tiny bit of hope, because, like, rightly so, because they're like, yeah, this sounds great, you, you seem really good for this, and then they don't get back, that it just seems unethical. Yeah, and, and like you were hinting at, like, people are really, yeah. really desperate to get back on, uh, you know... Uh, back working and just to be just an inch away from securing it and not even like just not getting it but just not hearing back at all i just i've yeah, I found it incredibly unprofessional being ghosted by, I, by I, I, your I'm professional <laughs> yeah um so 
I hope if any employers are out there listening, if you're going to recruit people, like tell them what the outcome is of the situation. It's hard enough to get your CV, you know, in shortlisted. It's hard enough to get the interview. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not, you can't be doing this to people, especially in times like this. So I'm happy I've got that off my chest. It's bugging <laughs> me. Because it did bug me because I stopped looking did, for jobs yeah. for about three, four weeks. I went, do you know what? Over the Christmas period, I went just like, no, forget this. I'm I'm putting in way too much effort. And what am I getting out of it? Nothing. I'm yeah. not saying I deserve something straight away or like you have to really push for it. I do get that. But I do think that some people have been very naughty. <laughs> very, very naughty. naughty. In, <laughs> in their recruitment process uh, since, uh, since the whole COVID thing. Are you on LinkedIn? Uh, I think so. I don't use it though. You don't use it. But that's because I'm not on the professional career path. Like I don't really have anything impressive to put on my LinkedIn. Do you know what I mean? Surely put this podcast on it. That's what I've done. If you see my bio, I probably could now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But other than that, it's (laughs) what working in the pub and dropping out of uni. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't seem like the LinkedIn sort of I feel like, like this is a whole episode in right. itself where we just go deep into your background <laughs> just kind of analyze analyze your life a bit but the reason why I say that is because um I've been on LinkedIn for a couple of years now and I've uh made quite a few contacts through there I've really I think it's a really great platform if you're looking to reach out to recruitment agencies and you know just kind of build a bit of a I don't know, platform for yourself and your career. I think, yeah, I think it works really well. But it does get a bit Facebooky sometimes. Really? Uh, not just Yeah, it gets a bit Facebooky. Like on Facebook, you you got people just talking BS and you're like, oh, just shut up. But the same thing happens on LinkedIn. And there were quite a lot of bots on LinkedIn as well. Really? Yeah, I've, I've come across a few posts and you're just like, that is just... That is just fake as hell. And what I've noticed is like, this was in the middle of the pandemic last year when it was like, when it was like people were losing their jobs, like millions of people across the world and millions were dying. Yet you'd come across this post of someone saying, I've really enjoyed my 10 years at Disney and it's been fantastic. But unfortunately, it's my last week this week. I'm moving to Amazon next week. And it was just like, well done. Fantastic. I mean, I don't, yeah, whatever. I'm not Good saying that. You. I'm not saying other people should be successful. I'm not saying that, but it just seems like the wrong time to be bragging, bragging about, about um, your like steps up in life yeah. in the midst of a global pandemic when a lot of people's lives have just been turned, turned, up, turned upside down. down and shaken to the like, yeah, to the core bone. Yeah, yeah. core to the bone. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> No, but like it, it, yeah. it does at the moment. It feels very much like be just be a bit more humble and just yeah. understand that not everyone. Like, of course, I think it's so you you've of course always within your rights to really be proud of yourself and steps that you've made. But I think when it comes to things like money or jobs or living, and at the moment, it just feels like. That's affected so many people. Just maybe keep it more on the down low. Just kid, or like just just be a bit humble about it, or be aware of I don't know who you're telling that to. Mm. 
because the people you might be telling them to, you know, could could have really been affected by yeah. the pandemic, rather financially yeah. or through their health or, you know, not seeing family for ages. Yeah. You know, it is in, an incredibly sensitive time. So that's what I've seen on that platform. And I just found it just a bit obscure. So I came off there for a while because I, I don't need to see this kind of stuff right now. But um, it just seems to um, it 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 just wound me up a bit for a while. But um, it's fine. I've learned to cope with it. I've just about. To, just about. Are there any um, sort of like big sort of like things that make you cringe, like errors that you've made on your career path, like interviews or in in a job or whatever? You look back on and just like. Ugh. Yeah, there was one when I was working. Um, this was a couple of months until I started my job in PR. We had the opening of one uh, one of our restaurants and I was in charge of sending out the invites to some media contacts to get them, see if they wanted to come to um, the, uh, <laughs> the opening. And I put the wrong date on the invite. <laughs> I put the wrong date on the invite Classic to mistake. some very high profile oh, no. media persons. And You're going to be blacklisted for now. I was horrified. I, it, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. I just remember going, oh, my God, I can't believe I've done this. <laughs> but I did the right thing. I stood up straight away and went, I've really mucked up here. We need to. I need to sort this. Mm-hmm. Instead of holding my hand in my head for about an hour, I went, oh my God, that was awful. I need to rectify it. And kind of did. We sent out a, uh, you know, a correction and it was fine. And the opening of the restaurant actually was really good. It was a really good event. So that was fine. But that was my biggest one, I think. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was scary. What about you? Um. No, well, I haven't, I mean, just working in pubs and restaurants, don't, nothing like that's awful. You must have customers who made know, it difficult but but, or something. Yeah, definitely had customers. But something that I look back on and I cringe is um, when um, I um, had these this table and they were all pretty rich. Um, they were nice. They sort of like a, a group of like six young, youngish guys, all very posh but um at the end when they were leaving I was um taking some payments for another table they came over and like went to shake my hand and I was just like it's because they're posh so you know went to shake their hands but they were doing the whole tip thing where they put money in their hand and like sort of tip you and I didn't know that so this tenor just fell on the table of the customers that I was taking the payment for and it was it just felt so awkward because it was like it was almost like then taking this payment for these customers being like look they took me a tenner and I mean they actually took me 30 quid because two of them did the handshakey thing they'd also left change on the table so you know I made a lot of money that night but this like it felt like to this other table being like so um how much are you gonna tip me that's so strange. It was really awkward. I've never heard of I, that I before. Yeah. That's really odd. I know. Surely it was really... you tip... Uh, what? Well, I think it's because they had already tipped. 
And then they were just giving extra money. I don't know. Because I was so pleasant. That sound, yeah. And you were like, please come back again. <laughs> I know, they soon. did before, but they didn't They didn't tip as much. It was around Christmas time. So yeah. I think they were just merry and probably had like some corporate bonus or whatever, you know, <laughs> from daddy. <laughs> they were literally, they were like, were they like they, they, yeah, daddy's land. <laughs> they, honestly, I was just. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I've never, I've never heard of that before. It's quite a weird way to tip. It's like some sort of like weird kind of backstreet drug deal. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Just tip normally. Yeah, just, just give me the money. But yeah, that sort of makes me cringe looking back again. Looking into. Looking into the future, twenty twenty one. What what are you hoping to achieve? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. career wise, or in, mm, or in terms a of a bit of sanity gained again. Yeah, uh, in all honesty, honesty. Yeah. Um, just a bit. I just yeah, want to get back on a little rhythm of day to day life. Yeah. It's the little things. It really is the little things, especially career-wise. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Big, big things, but you know, I'm trying not to expect anything. Yeah, I've always been a great believer in lower your expectations. So you're, <laughs> expect the like, like sort expect of the worst. Aim, aim for the highest, but always accept uh, expect the worst because then you, you know, like you'd be surprised more often. Yeah, and. Imagine the feeling of being constantly surprised. <laughs> it sounds so good, doesn't it? Yeah, like I thought this was going to be dreadful. Su- surprised? Uh, no, uh, not. In- you had been for a while, and now you're going to see. I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bit of a s- stupid pes- pessimist, but I I have my reasons, and that's been proven. <laughs> um. <laughs> As parents, you always wonder what your what your children or your child's going to grow up to be, or what they will be, what or what they would want to be when they get older. What do you think Amelia is going to be when she gets older? No idea. She's a bit Have we got any any idea of kind of her strengths at the moment? She's a bit creative. She's She's a bit creative. She's quite athletic, I think. She's, she is, isn't she? She's, she's quite, quite robust. Like, she she's just... very sort of hands-on-y. Yeah. Like, she she definitely is quite good at that sort of sort of stuff. Um, like, as soon as you give her a scoot, she's sort of like, okay, what is mm. someone doing? She's got it. Mm. Um, hmm. She's really into her firefighting, um, fire truck and stuff yeah that seems to be a thing since Christmas yeah. fire trucks yeah, well, trucks Lego, in general so, she yeah. was really into she was really into trucks so maybe, yeah. maybe she'll be a mechanic yeah I don't who know knows? maybe she'd drive a JCB JCBs are cool whenever I see a JCB I'm like JCB <laughs> are you yeah child I am. yeah I am. Child. Why, why don't you shout it out because <laughs> yeah. that would be mental <laughs> just on the bus JCB my dad used to um, when she was really little he used to always be like are you going to be a paleontologist and like is that um is that paleontologist that's dinosaur no 
I'm gonna get this so wrong. Are we gonna have to pull this up? Yeah. Can we pull up the meme? Yeah, that, that's that's for that's dinosaurs, right? And then and then he'd also be like, oh, "Are you gonna be a geologist and all of that?" And in general, she actually really does like dinosaurs and stones and rocks and stuff. And that's been consistent for yeah, a long time. She's long loved time. dinosaurs so for a long time. I think my dad time, may have brainwashed her mm. into um, she's gonna study um geography now. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to having to tell Amelia that the dinosaurs no longer exist and they died like 300 million years ago. I think that might break her heart because she sees them as another animal. It's true. So when she finds out they've been dead for a very long time, I think that will just shatter her world. But I don't know. Does she even think they're they're real? Because maybe she doesn't even think lions and stuff are real. Do you know what I mean? Maybe she just thinks that they're a thing. We were supposed to go to the zoo last year, but COVID. So we could have introduced her to... I realised today sort of how much she's... Like, she hasn't been swimming in a year. Like, properly in a swimming pool. She doesn't know how to swim yet. Or, like, we Mm. haven't been able to, like, do the starts of teaching her because we we didn't do swimming lessons when she was a baby because they're expensive. And she might have her third birthday in lockdown, making it two birthdays in a row for two her. Two birthdays out of three. Yeah, that that really that really yeah. sucks. And I really hope this isn't, that's not the case because we weren't able to see many people last year mm. and, and and whatever. So I hope birthday, I hope so. Hopefully, hopefully we would have just come out of lockdown, and either way, we can do it outside in the park with a picnic, so that it can still be fairly. You know, social distanced. Even if we are out of lockdown, it'll be quite soon after Everything lockdown. Lifted, yeah, yeah, so it'd feel a bit weird sort of going to a soft yeah. place and <laughs> yeah. We're like, Ugh. yeah, just kids Gross. spit everywhere. You know, <laughs> this is disgusting. Let's get out licking, of it. Licking the the sides of it. <laughs> We're going. We're leaving. <laughs> Picnic in the park for your birthday. If you don't already, please follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are on all of the podcast platforms, Amazon Music, all of them, um, and oh. Acast as well. So please give us a follow, subscribe. Comment. It really helps. Thank leave you. a review or rating. We would really appreciate it. We are also on Instagram. The Milk Diary Podcast. Follow us for... Loads of photos and behind the scenes. All that jazz. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>